Hi, this is Elizabeth Smith-McCrossan, here to provide you with my weekly constituency update for Cumberland North. My mission as MLA for Cumberland North is to represent you, the people of Cumberland North. I'm an independent MLA, and I work for you, the people. Building on a foundation of truth and justice, determination and dedication, honesty, being a servant leader and empowering all people, each and every person. We will build on the strength of our veterans and stand firm with the four pillars of excellence in healthcare, poverty reduction, caring for our Mother Earth, and entrepreneurship in our economy. We embrace our diversity and strive for equity and inclusiveness and celebrate our history and arts and culture of our people. Last week in politics, last week I was in the Nova Scotia Legislature in Halifax, Monday through Friday. It was an honor being there, speaking on behalf of you, the people of Cumberland North. Today, in my MLA update, I'll go through some of the work that we did in the Nova Scotia Legislature last week to give you an idea on the type of bills that are being put forward for changes in government. So on Monday, I began the daily routine by sharing two member statements, and every day in the legislature, I have an opportunity to share at least one, sometimes two, member statements, which give me an opportunity to read a 60-second statement to recognize someone or an organization in Cumberland North. So on Monday, I recognized those that helped to prepare an emergency storm shelter to protect those that are living unsheltered in our community during Hurricane Fiona. I also took the opportunity to recognize my new legislative staff, Hannah Landry, and welcomed her here to our Cumberland North MLA team. Later in the day, we debated Bill 204 in second reading, and Bill 204 is a bill that is an amendment to the MGA, so Municipal Government Act, as well as the HRM um, Municipality Charter, that's looking at possibly adding on fees to anyone working in the hotel or Airbnb rental, small rental operators, uh, businesses. And the money that would be collected from this small fee would be used for marketing and tourism development. So this bill was debated in the legislature on Monday evening. The bill uh, amending the Labor Standards Code for pregnancy loss was also debated Monday evening. And if this bill passes, it will provide five unpaid days to anyone who experiences pregnancy loss. So that was uh, some emotional debate on Monday evening in the legislature. We did sit uh, each night in the legislature until midnight. Uh, I'm not really sure why, and no one else in the legislature is either, but the normal House of Assembly uh, sitting hours is until 5 p.m. each day. Um, however, the Premier has called the sitting hours till midnight each day. So it definitely creates... Um, a stressful environment, let's just say. On Tuesday, I read one member statement, and that was recognizing that being homeless is not a crime and that there are many people living unsheltered in our communities right now that simply cannot afford find an affordable place to live. Also, uh, that day on Tuesday, we debated Bill 206, which is around green hydrogen development, energy development here in the province. There was also other bills brought forward in second reading on the Pipeline Act, Gas Distribution Act, and all of these bills are basically 
bills that need to be passed in order to have green hydrogen development here in the province of Nova Scotia. On Wednesday, I shared two member statements. And in question period, I also asked the Minister of Justice a question around NDAs, otherwise known as non-disclosure agreements, and the use of NDAs in sexual assault cases here in Nova Scotia. In my role as MLA, I see victims from sexual misconduct, sexual assault, and sexual violence uh, way too often. I mean, really, we should never be seeing this, but I have victims coming to me on a regular basis. And I've seen victims being silenced with non-disclosure agreements. And I believe NDAs empower perpetrators. And there's too many people that have been hurt in the past. We need to take measures to stop the continued violence from sexual assault. It's time to bring in legislation uh, and changes like the PEI government have done recently, where they have brought in legislation that prevent NDAs to be allowed in cases of sexual assault. And I want to mention an MLA in PEI named Lynn Lund of the Green Party who brought this forward. Also on Wednesday, there were government bills called for second reading around the Regulation Act and the Builders Lean Act. On Thursday, I shared two other member statements and also in question period asked the Minister of Health about the nursing shortage that continues at Cumberland Regional Healthcare Centre and also asked the Minister about the lack of respect that is being shown to our doctors and nurses. Since over nine days before that, my question, I had requested Nova Scotia Health to meet urgently with Dr. Scott Bowen, who is one of our internal medicine physicians. He's a cardiologist, one of the best in the province. And he is very concerned about safety for patient care and as well as uh, safe working conditions for, for the staff, as well as he and other physicians. And no one from the government, no one from Nova Scotia Health even responded to my email uh, my message requesting the meeting, nor did anyone contact Dr. Bowen. So I brought this up in question period uh, again, as this is a very, very important issue, that and the recruitment of more nurses and doctors to our area. On Thursday, my staff and I also submitted a press release talking about the importance of taking urgent action to protect the Chignecto Isthmus right here, connecting Nova Scotia and New Brunswick. The strategic importance of this piece of infrastructure to all of Atlantic Canadians, and in fact, everyone in our nation of Canada, cannot be overstated. The Chignecto Isthmus is an integral component of our Atlantic Gateway and Trade Corridor and is the principal routing for all land-based trade and passenger travel between Nova Scotia and New Brunswick and all points west. Approximately $35 billion, yes, you heard me right, $35 billion worth of trade crosses Cumberland's Chignecto Isthmus every year via the Trans-Canada Highway and CN Rail. This important area is only slightly increased above sea level and is threatened by the combined effects of rising sea levels and the increase of severe weather events like we have just recently seen with Hurricane Fiona. Both of these, some scientists believe, are a result of climate change. And in some places without protective dikes, areas of the isthmus will, would directly already be underwater due to the rising levels. 
The Shignecto Isthmus Climate Change Adaptation Comprehensive Engineering and Feasibility Study recommended that necessary measurements be taken so that work to preserve and protect the isthmus can move forward. I have asked both levels of government, both provincial and federal, for funding to get this work done, and the time for action is now. Our federal government, according to Dominic LeBlanc, our neighboring member of parliament, has said that the federal government will pay 50% of the cost. And right now, the cost to rise, to raise those dikes are between 200 and $300 million. So if the federal government are willing to pay for 50%, that's that would be about $150 million. That leaves another $150 million for our two provinces, Nova Scotia and New Brunswick, to bear the brunt of. So I asked um, the Minister of Environment and Climate Change on Friday in question period, will our government make a commitment now to make sure that that money is budgeted in our spring budget? It is much, much more affordable to prevent the damage than, and be proactive than to have catastrophic storm come uh, take out our critical infrastructure. We saw that happen in British Columbia uh, not that long ago. And the cost, the exorbitant costs that that would take to repair and rebuild the Trans-Canada Highway, as well as CN Rail, uh, let alone the impact that that would have for all of us here in Nova Scotia on our supply chain, uh, especially for food. So it's a very, very uh, high priority, probably the highest priority for, for me as your MLA, getting this work done and getting it done now. There was other legislation discussed in the legislature on Thursday and Friday. Uh, Thursday, there was debate on second reading of the Environment Act. And I took that opportunity to bring up several issues around our environment, including the Shignecto Isthmus uh, with the minister and with, with the legislature. On Friday, there was significant debate around the Art Gallery Bill. The Art Gallery Bill amendment was brought forward through Committee of the Whole, and the Liberals brought forth several amendments to this legislation all around strengthening the governance of this piece of legislation. So I will continue to work on your behalf in the Nova Scotia Legislature this week, and it's very time-consuming. Uh, it's, I am down there. We, again, we are sitting in the legislature till midnight every night. And so I, uh, my assistant here back in Cumberland North, Dan Gould is continuing to respond to emails and take phone calls from concerns. And then he contacts me, uh, with issues with questions. And I respond to him while I'm sitting in the legislature. But one of the issues that I wanted to talk about briefly in my update today is I've gotten a few, um, I'll say, very emotional or very uh, heated uh, messages from people with concerns about uh, a homeless shelter or a shelter for those living unsheltered in our community. And I want to assure uh, everyone listening that I believe this is a incredibly important issue right here in our community. Uh, during Hurricane Fiona, when we had an emergency shelter, there was over 40 people that came because they, they have no place to live. And in the past, there was some affordable housing and people could find something, a place to, to, to lay their head uh, in the town of Amherst and in the county of Cumberland. And right now we have over 40 people that we know of that simply have no place 
to, to go to. And we cannot, we cannot sit by and do nothing and let people freeze to death this winter. We have to find a place where people can find shelter. And along with several others in our community, we actually have over 80 people right now involved in a task force working on this. But I've worked with some people very closely on trying to find a place, trying to find a building. And I'm going to tell you, it's been difficult. We've looked at where Price Chopper used to be, where the old Canadian Tire was downtown. We've looked at several buildings. And every owner has said no. Every owner, uh, whether it's corporate or private uh, owners, have just said no to allowing their space to be rented uh, and used for a shelter, for those living unsheltered in our community. The only place, the only people that have said yes are the owners of the Crossroads Church building, which is on Church Street beside the stadium. So right now, that is the only building that we have even as an option. So I'm hoping that anyone listening that has concerns will continue to reach out and the task force, and along with myself, will do everything we can to communicate uh, very clearly. We're looking at holding some sort of a public information session uh, in the near future. It's challenging for me to be directly involved in that where I'm sitting in the legislature through the week, Monday to Friday right now. But I will assure you I'll continue to bring updates every Monday right here on CFTA 107.9. And feel free to also contact my office and Dan and I will do our best to to respond. Uh, So I want to end my update today by wishing everyone who's celebrating a birthday or anniversary this week a very special day, including friends and family um, of those celebrating birthday today on Monday the 24th of Kim Walderboss and Greg LeBlanc. Tuesday, Marjorie Fisher, Kevin Blakeney, and Sherry Smith. On Wednesday, Cheryl McKenzie. Thursday, Marina Godfrey. Marina is a very special woman that often volunteers in our community, especially at CFTA 107.9. On Friday, Adam Robinson celebrating a birthday. And on Saturday, Adam Ockamore. I would like to extend my sympathies to anyone who's lost a loved one recently, including the family and friends of William Bill Durant, Larry Douglas Jones, Wyman Cove, Evelyn May Hansen, as well as Gary Dalton Kiever. And if there's anyone else that has passed away recently, I send my condolences to the family and friends. Everyone, I hope you have a great week. Uh, It's a very busy time being in the legislature, but I want to assure you I'm here for you as your MLA and will do everything I can to provide strong representation for the people of Cumberland North in the Nova Scotia legislature and also work to help resolve problems here locally as well as bring ideas and solutions forward to make improvements to our communities. I hope you take care of yourselves, take care of one another, and have a great week. Take care, everyone.